0: I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 130. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am doing a special bonus episode because I just got done with an amazing conversation with another parenting coach and... Um, it was just amazing. And I wanted to share it with you. And I completely forgot to share some pertinent information that you might want to know about how to work with me or how to participate in my next program. So I'm going to give you that information here, and then I'm going to tap you into that podcast. But those of you who have listened to my free podcast mini-series, Parenting from the Inside Out. Thank you for listening to that. Uh, If you haven't listened to it yet, you still can. It doesn't go away until December 14th, and you can go to benpughcoaching.com slash private podcast to listen to that. But those of you who have listened to that, or if you just want to skip the podcast, you can go to my free training. I'm going to do three live webinars all about parenting from the inside out and why that is so important to help you be the change. And those webinars will be on Tuesday, December 6th, and Wednesday, December 7th, and then again on Wednesday, December 14th. So I wanted to tell you about those webinars and I wanted to tell you how to sign up. You can go to benpughcoaching.com slash grow. And with that, I'm going to pat you in to my interview on Emily Wardrop's podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everybody. Welcome
1: back to Believe You Are a Good Mom. I have a guest today that is not a good mom. What? (laughs) Don't I always say everyone's a good mom because he's a good dad. We'll give him that. Hey, Ben Pugh.
0: Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is just, I'm excited.
1: Yay. Good. You should be. It's a big deal. Big I know. Deal. It
0: is. Like, <laughs> I, seriously, you don't understand. I listen to podcasts as I go on walks. Mm-hmm. And recently I was on Heo's podcast and I always kind of listen to their podcast to prep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the podcast I picked was yours because you're yeah. talking about trusting that you're a good mom. And I'm like... That's what I've been saying forever. And then as I was kind of prepping to be on your podcast, I have become a big fan of your podcast. So Mm. I'm just super thrilled to be here.
1: So fun. Okay, so let's jump in because you coach moms, right?
0: Yeah. You're a dad.
1: You probably coach some dads, but you coach moms, right?
0: Yeah, they're my main focus. I always tell people I have two ideal avatars, whatever we want to call them. Those of you not in the business world, these are just the people that I envision when I think about who I'm helping. And Uh my two avatars are moms, probably because I want to go back in time and help my mom who struggled with me, who like I accidentally lit my school bus on fire when I was 13. So I'm just trying to go back in time and help my mom by helping all the moms that I can. Mm -hmm. And I also coach teenagers and I have this side thing going on right now, where lately I've been getting some high-end athletes that want to work with me, and oh, that's just well, that's cool, super fun. So I coach moms and teens, but I just simplify it and say parents and teens. And seriously, yeah. I have like two dads that I work with. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> well, um, you coach the moms of teens. I coach the moms of toddlers. <laughs>
0: It's but same turns you out can't. yes
1: yes <laughs> so I've heard you on multiple podcasts over the years and I love the way you talk about coaching teenagers and I'm like it's not just teenagers and even young adults you know like when people talk about how oh I realized like I don't they have agency what and I don't wow. I can't control their life I'm like I realized that like while they were in utero and they weren't being born yet <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah agency is the real deal and like I don't know if the this next generation just is more strong-willed than the one before. But yeah, I cannot control these kids. It doesn't matter whether they're teenagers, toddlers, whatever.
0: So Yeah, so I have an interesting background. When I was a kid, I grew up training horses. Mm-hmm. And these are big 1,500-pound animals. And if they don't want to be controlled, like you can't control them. And one of the things that I learned... The best horses were the ones, and all these parents listening are like, don't compare my kids to horses, but stay with me. The best horses were the ones that there was kind of like this desire to work together, and you would kind of build this partnership. And it's been kind of fun as I've been doing this, and I have thought about coaching moms of younger kids, but honestly, parents don't realize that they can't control their kids until their kids are big enough to like fight back. But the story is always the same, find a way to partner with your kid. And very early on, I had heard a quote by Gandhi, like be the change you want to see in the world. And it just resonated with me and I'm like, man, what if we could be the change that we wanna see in our teens? And that's kind of the first step to create this partnership. When you see something that you wanna change in your teen or even your toddler, really explore how can I be that change in my own life. And it does something powerful because when you start being that change, especially with toddlers, like if we get to it, I'll tell you a quick little story, but your toddlers are watching you more than your teens are like up until about the age of seven. If you ever study brainwaves and that type of stuff, like toddlers do not have the brain activity that teenagers do. And they're kind of in this state of like make believe and what they believe is true. They perceive as being true and they see mom and they see dad and they believe that, Oh, that's how you be a mom. That's how you be a dad and what they perceive they take to be truth. And then that becomes part of their identity. And that's why this concept is so powerful. When you can be the change that you want to see, guess who's watching your toddler, your teen. And the most impact you can have in your child's life is by being the best parent that you can be, trusting that that will kind of mold them and guide them. And even years down the road.
1: Yeah. So good. I have two examples that pop to mind (laughs) because I've always said how ridiculous it is that I'm like yelling at my kids to stop yelling. (laughs) I'm like, guys, why is everybody screaming? Just stop screaming. (laughs) <laughs> like I literally have to scream to be heard over there screaming, you know? Yeah. But um but besides that, it's ridiculous. And actually if I start whispering, then they're like, wait, what, what? I can't hear her because we're all screaming. And they actually do. <laughs> so yeah, I am really the change that they <laughs> that actually has worked a lot better. And the other one I just caught myself doing this morning. They weren't getting along. So I was like, why can't everybody just get along? Oh, the other one that I do all the time is I whine about their whining. Stop whining, you guys, for the love. Just get along. Like, stop whining at me. And I'm totally whining back. And I whine to my husband about their whining. And they're just whining out of control. And so to be the change that I want is like, what do I want them to do? I want them to ask nicely. Do I ask them to do things nicely? No, I boss them around all the time. No wonder they're bossing me around cuz that's what I'm modeling, you know. This little 3-year-old bosses me around all day. I'm like, "Okay, like who's the mom here and who's the yeah. <laughs> kid?" Because that's what she's, you know, soaking in with her little sponge brain. And so, they weren't getting along this morning and I was like, "I'm totally modeling exactly what they're doing. We're all just mirror neurons firing everywhere, you know." And so, like, I took a breath, centered myself, and then did exactly like Gandhi said. I tried to be what I wanted them to be doing instead of, would you guys just behave so that I can feel better? Like, I got to feel better first, and then mirror neurons the other direction. But it's like swimming upstream. It's not natural.
0: Yeah. And uh, I would say most parents don't realize, but we are herd animals. Like, you talked about, like, mirroring and all these neurons firing. Human beings are... Herd animals. We like to think the same. We like to feel the same. We like to behave the same. And I always tell people, if you don't believe it, just go look at politics, religion, and sports. Like we are herd animals. Um, You're a Utah fan. Go Utes. I hope they win today. But we like get excited about the same things. And when you're in the stadium, like we feed off of each other's energy and it just rises. And as a parent, Oftentimes, the kids are yelling or your teens are fighting or whatever's going on, and it's your natural instinct to come in and mirror what the herd is doing so that you fit in. And on top of that, not only is it your natural instinct to mirror that, it's also your natural instinct to be the dominant one, be the loudest, be the most physical, be the one in charge. And when parents can realize, oh, I don't want to be that herd animal. I don't want to kind of escalate things and just mirror them back when they can start being the change, because in your herd, you are the alpha, your teens, your young, your toddlers, they watch you and they will start to respond. It's kind of fun. Like my teen kind of fun. It's not fun in the moment, but when he gets kind of moody and grumpy and starts yelling at me, like I can see my natural instinct to like yell back and like outdo him, like puff up my chest, like beat my <laughs> chest, like grill and whoop his butt or something. But when I like tone things down, it's interesting how he'll keep yelling for a minute and I'll just calmly, like I always try and talk really calm. That's just part of who I am, but I'll just talk back and he'll keep yelling and I'll be like, Hey, I'm not yelling at you. Could you please tone it down? And he'll like think about it and be like, Oh. I totally am yelling <laughs> and he'll <laughs> apologize and then we'll have this good conversation. But it really does start with you being the change that you want to see.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. And, and I want to go back to how you were talking about partnering because we're on the same team. Like you said, like group think, right? <laughs> like when yeah. we, we call it, my husband and I call it team rad that's the team that we're on we're we're like go team rad when we're like doing dishes together or something you know <laughs> like when we're feeling in sync it's nice and we're like yeah go team rad and i guess the kids are part of team rad too now and everything and so it's just it's just fun to like be working together and feel that synergy instead of like working against each other that we both um like you and I were talking before we hit record that we're going to use this for both of our podcasts. And I'm like, well, do you want to pretend it's your podcast? And I'll just, and you're like, no, it's your podcast. You know, and we're both like, and I'm like, that's how it feels in marriage all the time. There's like, well, are you in charge or am I in charge? Or like, I've been bossing kids around all day and you just came in. So I'm bossing you around too, but oh wait, you're a human. (laughs) I mean, they're all human. I mean, you're an adult and and you have your own agency. Wait, they have their own agency too, but (laughs) it's like, this is where my brain is at usually, you know? and it's just nice to like just drop that whole war and be like we're on the same team here people and if it's ever like like his way or my way it's like we both want the same thing we want you know to have a happy healthy thriving family whatever and like the way he parents can be whatever and the way I parent like when I was like reading all the books and doing all the things and becoming the parenting expert. Then of course I wanted to teach him all the things and that he's doing it (laughs) wrong and I'm doing it right. And of course that's not going to make for a super fun marriage, you know? And so we're all on the same team, right? With the kids also. I love that idea of a partnership with the kids, not some domineering like mom that I'm in charge here. You must do what I say. It's like, Hey guys, we need to get this room clean. What are we going
0: to do? Instead of
1: this round is a wreck, like clean up, do this, do that.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. On that topic of being on the same team, that's one of the trainings that I offer. I actually only offer it as, part of a bonus when you sign up with me, but it's parenting on the same team rather than parenting on the same page. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there's this idea that we should be on the same page. We should think the same. We should feel the same, like all of this. And the truth is that's not very dynamic when it comes Mm -hmm. to parenting. And it's much more dynamic to have two different parents with two different life experiences and different desires and goals. But yeah, they have some that they're aligned in, but we also value where they're different. And I talk about like, in football, if every single player was a quarterback, Mm -hmm. nothing would ever get done. Like quarterbacks don't like to block, they don't like to get dirty, they don't like to tackle, like, we need different positions on the team. And I think when it comes to partnering with your child, whether it be a toddler or a teenager, or even a young adult, When you can find ways to be on the same team, it doesn't mean you get on the same page and that you're a carbon copy of each other. Mm -hmm. It means that you work together and you highlight each other's strengths and you make up for each other's deficiencies. And that's what it really means to be on a team. And that it just all goes back to being the change you want to see. Mm -hmm. When you become the change that you want to see, you show up better on that team And one of the cool things about, I can't remember who I heard this from, but there's a saying, everyone wants to be on a winning team. Mm -hmm. And the problem is a lot of the parents that I talk to, when I talk to them, just from the conversation, I get the feeling that they are on a losing team and their Mm -hmm. team sucks. (laughs) It's like, no wonder no one wants to be on your team. Mm -hmm. What if you had the winning team? Mm -hmm. And one of the things when I first, that first podcast I heard, you talked about like, Just being a good mom, and you don't have to become the good mom. You already are, Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing about this team, this dynamic in your home. You are the good team, and anytime you tell yourself, no, I'm becoming a good mom or I'm becoming that good team, subconsciously, the only thing your brain hears is, I am not a good mom. We are not a good team, Yeah, and that's why we have to intentionally – Here's one of the coolest things I've been learning recently. Like we have 60,000 thoughts in our brain every day. That's great. Most people in the coaching industry, they want to focus on a handful of thoughts and like start changing them. The thing is there's what you think, but then there's how you think and what you think are the little individual thoughts, but how you think are the ways of thinking that kind of encompass thousands of thoughts. And, and, when you can start changing the way that you think and trusting that you are a good mom completely changes the way that you think, which means it changes about a thousand thoughts rather than just working All at one at a time. Yeah. And when you can start changing the way you think about yourself as a mom, there's something magical that happens with your children. They start changing the way that they think about you as a mom, and they start changing the way that they think about themselves. Because again, we're all herd animals, and we're just mirroring each other.
1: Yeah. So good. Because as we're beating ourselves up that we're a terrible mom, they're picking up on that, and they feel like a terrible kid too. And then they just have to live into that because that's the belief that they just inherited from you. So you're living into your terrible belief, and they are too, and it's all a big mess. And we feel that. like We feel like we're on a losing
0: team. Like, we just, call this
1: Team Rad, but it's not feeling so rad right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it feels like Team Mad right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just to kind of highlight that, if you are telling yourself that you're a bad mom, like, this is just how deep it goes. If you believe you're a bad mom, eventually your child will believe that you're a bad mom, mm-hmm. which introduces a new way of thinking. Remember, this is deeper than simply what you're thinking. It's this new way of thinking that, oh, well, it's mom's fault she's Mm -hmm. a bad mom. She yelled and it introduces blaming and shame. And when you can start managing where you place your attention, like none of us are perfect parents. And I don't think perfect parents would actually be good parents because seriously, who would want to be raised by a robot? But the thing is, when we can start Managing where we place our attention and realizing, well, I didn't do great at that, but man, I killed it at this. I was an amazing mom here. And actually, that's my strength. And because I'm so good at that, that's part of what makes me a good mom. And when we shift our attention, that's what helps us start truly believing, oh, I am a good mom. Mm -hmm. And that's where the power comes in. Because if you don't believe you're a good mom, you're going to have a hard time doing what you think good moms do. Exactly. But if you do believe you're a good mom, all of a sudden doing the things that you think good moms do, which by the way, aren't going to be the things that you think your neighbors think good moms do. They will be the things that you actually think good moms do. Mm -hmm. But when you start to believe, oh, I am a good mom, those things will become easy and they will become natural because they simply align with your identity. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah, all that. Like you said, we we teach the same similar stuff. So I'm like, hallelujah, yes. Um, I have an example. Let's go back to what that was an example of. I don't know. Oh, being on the same team instead of the same page. So I have plenty of content where I'm talking about our goal is not to make our kids happy. Like, I really, really yeah. believe this. And my husband and his mom, just saying do not believe this. Like they think that their purpose on earth is to make these kids happy. And how great is that? Because then they can be happy when they're with grandma because she's bending over backwards trying to make them happy. So they get all the spoiling, right? And she's trying and it's an uphill battle and good luck with that because you know as soon as you (laughs) buy them that happy meal, then they want to go to Claire's and get some earrings, whatever. You know, like it's just like, I'm not playing that game, but go ahead, you can do it if you want. (laughs) You know, and so how nice for them that they have... People that are on the same team, but not on the same page, because then they can, you know, get what they want sometimes. Cause I'm like, I don't care if you want a happy meal. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to make you happy. So I'm going to do, you know, what I think is best right now, not like bending over backwards, meeting every whim you have. And they get a nice mix. So it works out.
0: Yeah. I want to chime in on that for a second. So much parenting advice today is actually focused on the child. It's like, parent this way to make your child happy. Yeah. Parent this way to make your t- child confident or, or resilient. That. Yeah. Yeah, or, or do to this or that. Make them behave or whatever. The problem with that is you're focusing on someone else's model. Yes. And that will always position you as the victim because you can't control someone else's model. Yes. If you think it's your job to make your kids happy, sometimes you're going to do things that do make them happy and they're going to be like, oh, I love... When mom bends over backwards to make me happy. Now I'm happy. You're not helping you or your child because your child needs to learn. Happiness is an inside job. That's Mm -hmm. my job. And to go back to being on the same team, the best teams, like in football, there's a saying, do your one And one of the schemes in football is to get one of the 11 players to try and do someone else's job. Because then he's out of position and he can't do his job. And the problem with football is that sometimes when you do the other person's job, you end up on the highlight reel and it looks awesome Mm -hmm. and it feels good. And so you're like, oh, I'm going to do that again. And then you get burned because you were trying to do someone else's job and you weren't in position to do your job. Mm -hmm. The best teams do their 111th. They know what their job is and they know what your job is and they're going to do their job and they're going to trust you to do your job. And as parents, like right now I have a mini podcast series out that's all about shifting the focus in parenting from your child to you. And when you do that, that frees up your child to then better manage their own model. And it sets really clean boundaries. Oh, you're not happy? I'm sorry. I wish you were happy but that's not my job. Mm -hmm. And you just get really good at identifying, oh, you're in charge of that. I'm going to let you figure that out. I'm in charge of this. I'm going to go figure this out. And it really elevates your child to being on the same team with you. And it models a life where you're on the same team with people and not being manipulated or trying to manipulate them. Mm -hmm. And and we could seriously talk about being on the same team all day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For sure. And especially if it's about do your 111th. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Because 11 is my favorite number. I love 11 as much as I love purple, but I can't really like dye my hair 11 <laughs> or and so, like dye
0: like, streaks in your hair. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like shave it. The number 11.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, so that's super fun. I might title my episode that or something. Um, okay. Do your so 11th.
0: That would be a good title. Your 111th. It's, yeah.
1: it's the title, right, of your mini podcast series. And that's my whole podcast. Like, the whole point <laughs> is to shift that attention, that we're not trying to control our kids to behave in some certain way in order for us to feel good. Like, we have to regulate ourselves first, and then we can deal with whatever behaviors or whatever they're going through and actually care about their model because we're not so stuck in our own model of frustration, irritation, whatever, and, and victim of blaming them for yeah. what's going on in their model. So um, should we wrap up? You want to tell people about your big, exciting announcement?
0: Yeah. Um, A lot of you might know me because I am one of the co-creators of firmly founded and firmly founded is actually going away. So I'm offering something brand new to help parents and it will be slightly different than what I was doing, but I'll just tell you about how awesome it is. Number one, there's a mini podcast. It's called Parenting from the Inside Out. And uh, I'm just assuming assuming that your listeners are like my listeners who are like me and probably like and you. Podcastaholics?
1: Where, Is that- no, I, oh.
0: where you get a freebie and then it just sits in your email and gathers digital dust forever. So to prevent that, this free podcast miniseries is only available through December 14th. That's less than two weeks from now. So I did that so that people would actually listen to it and get it in their brain rather than just having it sit in their email. Nice. And in addition to that, I will be offering a series of three webinars. And this is leading up to kind of give people more information about the course that I will be releasing. But these three webinars, and I'll give you the links to all of this, will be all about parenting from the inside out. And uh, the reason that's so important to me is because when I was a kid, like I briefly mentioned, yeah, I accidentally lit my school bus on fire when I was 13. Everyone in my life tried to change me. Like church leaders would speak from the pulpit and like call me unto repentance. And my parents would try and change me. And I remember going to a friend's house and the mom's like, sorry, you can't play here anymore because we don't want you to burn our house down. Like everyone's just trying to get this little boy to be better. And that isn't how it works. We can never create change from the outside. It always comes from changing ourselves first. And so this training, which I'll be offering December sixth, seventh, and fourteenth is all about how you can be the change that you want to see, how you can start parenting from the inside out. And after that, if you ch- like everything that I'm giving you just for free, like the podcast miniseries, free. The parenting from the inside out, those are free. If you like that, you can join my brand new course that will be going live on December 19th. And uh, because I'm talking to you on this podcast, I just forgot the name of my very own course. But it's like Parenting (laughs) with Peace and Simplicity, I think is it. Oh, nice. Peace. I'm all about that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that sounds great.
1: Cool. So all those details will be in the show notes for everyone to...
0: Go ahead. Yeah. If you want a quick, easy link, you can go to com slash growth, and that will get you signed up for the webinar. And from there, I can get you the podcast mini series. And that, that would probably be the easiest place to start.
1: Awesome. Growth. So good, right? Because New Year's resolutions are coming up.
0: Yeah. And We're ready you to have get to, serious. Yeah. And you have to be the one to grow. Stop trying yes. to get everyone else around you to grow.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, while you're at it and you're ready to improve your relationships with your kids, drop the war life coach. Guess what? I have a new domain donate- domain. My husband's been trying to get me to do this forever. It's drop the war Like that's my website. That's mm-hmm. my everything. Emily at Drop the War Life Coach. I say it like it's no big deal, but he thinks it's way too long. <laughs> and so now I have to remember to shorten it. Drop the war. That's it. I'm Emily Wardrop from Drop the War.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> com. But- since I'm going to put this on my podcast, yeah, talk to my listeners yeah. about kind of- All of my stuff. Yeah, what they could get from you. Okay. So
1: now that we're back at the beginning where I introduce myself, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emily Wardrop from Drop the War Life Coaching. Uh, my website is dropthewar.com forward slash believe is where you get my free course about believing that you are a good mom. So this is pre-recorded. It can collect dust as long as you want. I don't have a fantastic urgency plan like Ben's figured out. That's a good idea. Maybe later. Uh, <laughs> that idea of collect dust for a minute and then... Anyway, forward slash believe. If you have a child with type 1 diabetes or you know someone who does, I really love coaching those moms specifically because I have two, actually two daughters with type 1 diabetes. And um, and so that's dropthewar.com forward slash T1D to get specific help for that. Um, Other than that, I just love helping moms drop the power struggle wars. That's the play on words. Drop the war. We drop power struggles in our own heads. We drop any war on any limiting belief you need to drop. We do a lot of war dropping. So,
0: I love that, by the way, because I think the problem in our nation, actually in the world right now, is that we have so many freaking wars. And I'm not talking like real wars. I'm talking like neighbors against neighbors, race against race, gender against... like. Let's all just drop the war and just commit to being the best version of ourselves that we can and be the change that you want to see in all these people that you're warring with. So Even within
1: our own home. I say it all the time because we're all a bunch of little war drops in here, right? So I say, all <laughs> drop the war, war drop. Like, what are we arguing over? She can think that if she wants to. That's one of my go-tos. I love it. It drops the war instantly. Just let people think what they want to think. Yeah. You don't have exactly. to be right. They don't have to be right. It doesn't matter about who's right or wrong. Just drop that war. Anyway, so fun, Ben. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah, for thanks sharing for me with me. your people too. Nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks weeks. for
0: let me drop it on my people.
1: <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Well, um, see you next time. Bye. Parting wisdom.
0: Just bye. All right. Bye. See ya. All right, guys. That is the podcast that I wanted you he- to hear. Uh Emily is a phenomenal parenting coach. I love that we are on the same wavelength about you are a good mom. And I just wanted to share that with you. So before I let you go, just remember, go sign up for my Be The Change trainings. They will be Tuesday, December 6th, Wednesday, December 7th, and Wednesday, December 14th. You can go to benpughcoaching.com slash grow to learn more. I'll see you guys on the trainings. Bye.